Lockdown, all towns, everybody slow down, give them everything you have. Mask up, backs up, get your body trashed up, better do what they ask. It's alright, okay, sorry but you can't pray, gotta keep the church doors closed. No superstitions, a saint politician will tell you what you need to know. Citizen fools and brand new rules make everyone a hero now. So keep your distance, no resistance, only do what you're allowed. Cash that check, go dance in the wreck, but just don't speak your mind. Get your facts from the paid contracts, cause never would they tell a lie, they don't know me. They don't own me. Media protectors tell me who to love and hate Jail in the network, hail to the Zuckberg Head down, just behave Liberty, freedom, angels, demons Someone's in control Well, no way, no how I wouldn't say it too loud Don't you know they're on patrol? Need more likes, post up, let's fight There's no way that you're wrong Gotta listen to the science Cause it's all about compliance You agree or you're gone But they don't know me Don't own me. Oh, God, help us all. Look what we've become. Oh, God, help us all. And fix what we have done. Still, my info hacked and don't know. Show me what I need to buy. Sex consumption, no corruption, just as advertised You've been labeled and I've been enabled, better apologize Propaganda, racist slander, time to organize Shot bang, who's next, brain dead, useless, show it on the TV screen Tell me who to vote for, gotta start a new war, wouldn't wanna live in peace Divide and conquer, weak not stronger, everybody know your place Do it now, won't hurt, dig into your own dirt, virtue found its grave They don't know me They don't own me Oh God, help us all Look what we've become Inside violence, in for silence, mainstream message Won't you guide us, you know what is best for our own good Anti this and anti that, cancel this and cancel that Take it to the streets and the neighborhoods Worship actors, food and drugs, brand yourself, give them your blood Don't believe your eyes, don't look around Fake news, rumors, okay boomer Ignorance will stain our future Will you make it through or burn it down? Oh God, oh God, help us all Oh God, help us all Oh God, oh God, help us all Oh God, help us all Like, 
Oh, so I'm sorry about that. But anyway, Sorry. listen, you know what's also weird? What's really weird is calling you Brad. Like, I just yeah. I just always think of you as five times August. Like That's saying, okay. I get Mr. Five all the time or Mr. August or something. I mean, <laughs> I've had that name. I've had the band name since I was 18. So I get all kinds of concoctions of different names because no one knows me as Brad. I love it. I love it. Well, it's all good. you came on my ro- radar um, a year ago. Yeah. God, it feels so much longer than that. When you know, when your album came out, Silent War, and uh, it was great, man. It was a great, great oh, album. Um, and just when I thought, like, yeah, I mean, that's great. Then you came out with your song, you know, this ain't rock and roll. <laughs> and it was like the lyrics. The lyrics are, I think, what really smash it for me. Like your your lyrics are just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, because for me, you know, what we've been through in the last few years this absolute shit show, you know, what for me was a massive thing was the complete lack of dissidence amongst the, the, the music industry, you know, the rebellious people, you know, the rappers, the rock and roll, you know, mm-hmm. the firebrands, the people who stuck it to the man, you know, in the seventies and eighties, you know, I was putting mm-hmm. my finger on it was out of the camera shot, but you know, like, <laughs> you know, like in the seventies, sixties, seventies, and maybe even a little bit in the eighties, like all those people would be like, no, no, you will not stamp down on us. And I was like, now it's like tumbleweed. It was complete silence. And this was sometimes oh, yeah. it was the opposite. It was like they were properly shilling for big pharma and the governments. Mm-hmm. What what happened, mate? Brad, what the frack happened? Yeah. I don't know. I can't tell you because those are all my heroes. I mean, my whole life is music since I was a kid. So, you know, I always sat on the outskirts. I was this clean cut indie singer songwriter kid for the last 20 years, you know, growing up. And then I became a family man and I was never going to be, you know, I, I never looked at myself as as rebellious or dangerous of any kind. And those were all those guys over there. They're they're the mm. cool ones, right? And they're they're the ones that stand up to the man and uh, are sex, drugs, and rock and roll, right? That wasn't going to be me. And then yeah. we get to this moment in 2020 um, where I'm like, you know, I'm I'm looking at this world falling apart. That this this my naive outlook on humanity and and everything's changing. I'm like looking around, going like, where are all my guys? You know, where is everybody? Um, and, and, and none of them were there. And so, you know, it, it, it took some, a little bit of soul searching on my end to, to kind of go, you know what, I, I, I need to say something, not just, I mean, just musically, I, I, I think I needed to vent because I was shut off creatively um, for most of 2020 and, and I really didn't know what to say, but also, you know, kind of what we're talking about here, I'm sitting there going like, okay, somebody's going to say something here any moment and it's going to turn things around because culture yeah. drives things. And, and, and then, you know, you finally do start to see people saying stuff, but what, what are they doing? They're joining the regime and they're promoting the shot. And, and all of a sudden this, ma- they do show up in droves for this massive campaign to get your shot and all these other big pharma uh, propaganda pieces. You saw it on the late night shows and everybody posting their picture and, and you see it all in one sort of lump, one big happening. Right. It, it, and, and it's not like that was just like all these celebrities are sitting around going, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go mm. get my shot for the betterment of humanity and post this picture. This is an orchestrated campaign that, you know, got anybody and everybody that, that was willing to in, in art and culture to, to peddle this thing. And so, you know, that's one of the reasons why I go so hard at them now. I mean, I call out everybody because it was everybody. I mean, really out of the last, you know, 60 years of, of, of pop culture, we ended up with Eric Clapton speaking out after he got the shot and Van Morrison of, of that sort of legendary era of artists. And then the rest of it's kind of just like, you know, it's indie guys and, and guys that aren't tethered to contracts and stuff, but you got, you know, we, we all know each other now. Like it was such a small handful of, of musicians and actors, comedians mm. that were willing to say something. But the exciting part of that is, 
there's something new happening in art and culture. And it's and we're right now at that turning point where we're starting to really make dents and, and compete with with the old mainstream um, that I think is going to fall away over the next, you know, several years. So we'll see what happens. I hope, well, I hope so. Do you know High Res, the rapper? Yeah, 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 great guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, just, great I just things. had him on the podcast. Yeah, he is, he is Are hilarious. He's is hilarious. And, I, you know, the, the thing is, yeah. I have so much love and respect for you creative guys because I'll tell you what, I think your medium, like the, the arts and culture and music, can cut through the narrative so much sharper than any doctor coming with science and data to say, no, 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 look, everything we've been taught is wrong. The problem is there's so much dissonance mm. and so much noise and information. Like some people going, no, no, the shots mm. are great. And then other people going, no, no, the shots aren't that great. And there's increased adverse effects and there's all cause mortality. It all just becomes white noise. But storytelling, right. music, art, that, that is a powerful medium. And that's why it's used as propaganda by the opposition. That's why they use it. And actually what, we, mm-hmm. what I found was there wasn't much coming back at them. And that's why I think people like you and High Res, I don't think you realize how important you guys are in this war. Because listen, we are in a spiritual war, you know, and what yeah. you're doing is massive. It really is. Mm. Um, can I read out yeah. some of the lyrics? To, I, I really want people to listen to your song, Ain't No Rock and Roll. You know, I think it was your last one. Mm-hmm. I mean, just some of the words I'll just mm-hmm. read out. I mean, it's really powerful, you know. Sure. No one stuck around <laughs> yeah. for their protest job. Um, all the stars and the big pharma whores shilling for a check from their corporate chores. All the actors say what they, they're paid to say while the fans take the blame. All the once cool fools that, that were me and you while they pushed us all away because there ain't no rock and roll and the blues have been lost, have lost its soul. All the punks gave the man control. Of course they did. And every pop star's bought and sold. No, there ain't no rock and roll. And you're right. I mean, the thing is, all these people, they're meant to be <laughs> fighting back against the man. You've just realized it's all just an act. They're all pretending because mm-hmm. ultimately the man is doing this and they're just their puppets. And everything they're pretending yeah. to be anti-establishment and anti, you know, the man is just all fake. It's not real. Right. Well, you know, that that's the thing that, that this was the time to show it like there was never a better time in the in 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 his in our lifetime to stand up against the man, so to speak. You know, the whole persona of rock and roll is standing up against the man, damn the man. And uh, and and we get to this point and and after. You know, all these years, you look back over, you know, the Vietnam protest singers and then the, when they get together in the 80s for Farm Aid and they raise money and like all these huge moments in, in, in rock and roll mm. and music and, and then nothing, right? And, and nothing when it really mattered. And so, like, it's, it's the, the thing for me with Ain't No Rock and Roll was realizing that, yeah, it's just a farce. It's just a, it's just a uh, marketing term, you know, it's, it's, uh, it doesn't mean anything that we thought it meant. And so, um, you know, now I, I, I go back and I look at all those moments in history and go, well, how many of those, you know, uh, important culturally, cultural moments were orchestrated and, and they weren't actually yeah. the organic moment that we thought unfolded in front of us. And so you have to question the entire thing now um, because like, it, you know, that's what the song is. There ain't, there just ain't no rock and roll. And so I don't know what the current thing is like, like what me, what high res are doing, uh, the other artists that are speaking out. I, I, I don't even call it rock and roll. Cause I don't know what it is. It's cause, cause the artists that are speaking up um, it's really great. Cause it has that, that meaning behind it it's very punk rock to speak out you know but i don't think what we're doing is really punk rock because i think punk rock was just a farce you know uh there are punk rockers mm. there's plenty of guys that i know the band the defiant is a great 
uh, they're a new band that came together uh, of super, they're a super group of guys that got kicked out of their bands for not getting the jab. There's Pete Parada on drums who came from the offspring and Dickie Barrett from the mighty, mighty Boston's um, uh, Greg camp from um, smash mouth. He, he wrote the song all star that we all know. So these guys have come together and, and they have a very punk rock attitude and, and they're, they're doing what they know because that's what we all grew up with. We grew up with rock and roll and punk rock and this sort of attitude. But I don't think what we're doing is that. I think it's something more meaningful and better. And I don't know what we're going to call it. But um, all these artists that are speaking out cover so many different genres. And it's the attitude behind the message. It's not even the genre itself or anything. It's just what it is. It's, it's the fact that we made it this far. And, and and we spoke up and 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 we didn't we didn't go away from it. That's the thing that excites me so much about the moment that we're at right now is we're four years removed from the beginning of all this. And those that spoke mm. out are not only still here, but our 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 fan bases, our followings are growing and they continue to grow. That's not happening on the other side. And so that's how I know we're winning. And that's how I know, you know, what we're doing mm. is in, in, important. Not not just in the arts and cultures, but doctors that are speaking out, scientists, anybody that spoke out in the last few years. We're winning. And you can tell because our we're still here and we're still growing. And, and we're so, you know, confident in what we've been saying because we never had to change our minds. We since the beginning of all this, everybody that called me insane and dangerous and you know whatever name they wanted to call me, I never had to pivot from my what I thought was true since the beginning. But they have, you know, you can list out the whole thing of, of give an inch, take a mile because they went from social distancing and that was Dude. the thing, and then one mass, two mass, and then shots, and then you know the whole thing that stretched out to this point in four years. Anyway. I digress. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I, I think you've got some really polite people who who simply said you're dangerous or crazy. Like, you never got called a racist mm -hmm. or a white supremacist or, you know, <laughs> misogynistic and all these <laughs> other things that they were a climate change denier and a Putin lover. You know, the thing mm -hmm. is, anyone who just mm -hmm. went against it got called the worst mm -hmm. things ever. You know, it was just Oh, you know, yeah. everything like Trump supporter, quack, yeah, every whatever. In the book. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the funny <laughs> thing about it is people that, you know, I started five times August when I was 18. So it was 20 years old already by the time I started speaking. I had 20 years of a fan base of people that had been following me, should have known where my heart was with things, known what I'm about, known where I'm coming from with my other songs that weren't even related and instantaneously the door was shut. Like, like you just, I don't, you know, there, there was no conversation to be had. It was, you'd get a, I would get a mean message from these people. Like I completely let them down. And, mm. uh, and then it was just like, I'm, I'm done listening to your music. I'm deleting it. Um, and, and, and as I was making new fans and, and, and connecting with new people over this time, like you find that they, those are, those are the genuinely nice people, right? Like it's kind of like the the essence of boom of ain't no rock and roll, you know. Like it it's uh with you, you start to examine all of your friendships, right? And then you really understand who was your friend during that, who who was actually your friend the whole time, right? And and who was a farce mm -hmm. and who was only there, you know, for whatever reason. Especially in the music industry, because I lost so many friends so quickly. Fair, but, fair um, weather friends, as, you know. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And but the thing that like I noticed so quickly on this side of the aisle was that, um, you know, as I would get messages from people saying thank you for my songs, they, they meant so much and they were so kind. And then as you start to go to rallies and protests and meet people, everybody's so loving. And then that feeling of, of that, um, you know, peace and love uh kind of movement from the 60s that we're talking about is actually yeah. on our side when you when you go to the rallies and stuff and you see people hugging and it's not just conservatives and republicans it's everybody it's literally everybody from all different Everyone. walks all different beliefs all different backgrounds 
and it's such a beautiful thing. And, uh, and that's where the purity of, of, of humanity lives is it, it lives on our side of the aisle. That's how I know, you know, and, and when I speak out on, on X and Twitter and I call these people out and the trolls come to you, they come at you with such an ugly tone and you know, they're miserable. And so it's another reaffirming thing that lets me know, okay, you know, I'm I'm on the right side here. There's nothing you can do. There's no graph or data like you say, like you're talking about that can convince me otherwise because the proof is literally in front of our face. You don't even need a graph or data to you know to argue what's happened over the last few years because you know I was thinking about it the other day. You can show me any other show me any graph or data that uh, you want the. People forget the core message of the la- of the beginning of it all of, of say 2020 20 through 2022 was if you do not listen to your government, you are going to die from COVID. Like that was the message. Mm. We are so far removed from that now that it clearly was a lie. Like they, the propaganda, the fear, everything that built, that was, you know, thrusted in front of us. The people that didn't mm. listen to the government are still here. There's no whispers in our community of like, yeah, I really kind of wish I got the shot. There's no whispers of, of uh, yeah, my family member who was unvaccinated. That, like, we're not having that conversation on this side of the aisle. All that stuff's just, you know, it's just more propaganda. Um, but But the proof is right in front of us. It's so blatant. But yeah, I think that that's where music and art and culture comes in because you can paint this clearer picture that hits you emotionally. And when you start to collect the pieces from the last several years, that's what I enjoy doing right now is, is taking the pieces and assemble, uh, you, you assemble them to create the big picture, right? And then when you present it to mm-hmm. people now that work sort of far, farther away from it, you can see it now and go, oh, wow, yeah, that was pretty nuts. That was pretty ridiculous. That was pretty absurd and cruel. The way that we handled, you know, senior citizens in home or sick people in hospitals dying and leaving them alone is pretty cruel to have Zoom funerals and, and uh, you know, all the ridiculous things. It's there's so many that you to to keep track of. I forget some too of many. a lot of the time, but there's too many. But when you when you put them together and, and that's what I like to do with my music videos is, is, you know, with ain't no rock and roll. It's like, here's everybody. Here's everybody that lets you down. And, and and this is this is what they said. You know, it's not just a picture of them. Like in that mm. video, I and in on all my videos, I try to put information there so you can actually have context of what it is. It's not just that the rock and roll speakers, the rock and roll artists didn't speak out, but here's what they said. So there's little little strips of headlines next to them of what they actually said and did. And and it's the same thing with like my video, "Sad Little Man" or "Gates Behind the Bars." Is there's actually references? Oh yeah, I've seen there. that one. <laughs> the <cake laughs> yeah. bars. So, but but it's a it's a fun thing to do as an artist because it you know I feel like you know over the last three years since I started releasing these songs, I really found myself and who I really wanted to be all those years ago that I was kind of afraid to be, and so it pushed me forward to to speak up for my family, my kids, and 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 have put have more substance behind what I'm actually doing with my with my art and what I want to say. So, you know, I just yeah, it's man, a shame it's, that more haven't haven't been doing it. Oh man, it's the same in my profession. Don't worry about it. I mean, the thing is, um, I think mm-hmm. what you're doing is amazing. I'll give you another example. It's very difficult for someone to fact check you. At the end of the day, you're just telling people how you feel, what you thought of the world. You're putting out music. It's humorous. It's emotional. And it's like com- comedians, right? Like who's going to fact check a comedian? You know, but if I as an orthopedic <laughs> surgeon say, oh, you know what? This isn't right. Blah, blah. They'll be like, oh, but you're just an orthopedic foot and ankle surgeon. You know, go back to fixing feet. Mm-hmm. What do you know? You know, people people have a go at you or go, mm-hmm. oh, we fact checked you and you don't know what you're talking about. And then they start, you know, getting stupid crap mm-hmm. research papers that are flawed. Mm-hmm. And then you're stuck in the mud, <laughs> slinging it out. Um, and I think you're kind of like immune in the art world where you can just put out creative content and it's just great. And it's like, 
it, you know, it's a song. <laughs> like, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, you know, mm. you're gonna you're gonna have a a song well, dance you know, off or something? You know. <laughs> right. No, it is funny. I, I mean, I, I do catch flack. You know, I'm just a musician. What do I know? Right. And, oh, and yeah. the irony of that is yeah. that, you know, every, everybody that told me, you know, to trust the experts early on um, that that ended up bailing on me, that that's no longer my friend. All my friends now are doctors and scientists, mm. like over the last several years, like all my friends now that I've made are experts in their fields. And and I leave that up to them, right? Like I'm, I know I'm not a doctor or a scientist. You don't have to tell me that. I don't put Doctor Five Times August in front of my name, um, but I do feel a responsibility to use, you know, to use my my skills and ability to to speak out and on what I've observed and what I've experienced in life. And I have, you know, personal reasons too because. You know, everybody's been affected by this. It's not like, you know, everybody should have a say. Everybody lived through it, right? So everybody and mm. everybody has something to offer to bring to this moment. We all have voices uh, through social media. We should all be using them. Um, but, but you know, I, yeah, I do catch that flack anyway. Um, and, and, and it's like, funny that you was should one say of the that. Most awakening... Sorry, so, you, you just said we've got social media we've got social media and we've got voices and we mm-hmm. should be using it. Funny thing is, mm-hmm. um, Brad, but not really in this crazy world that we live in. You know, I think you're a little bit younger than me. Um, I'm 48, but you know, when I grew up in the eighties, it was all about free speech and you know, we're not like the commies, the commies, you can't say anything out there. It's all censored, Russia, China, mm-hmm. whatever, China. And um, we were all about free <laughs> speech, but we don't have free speech anymore. Like if you step mm-hmm. out of the line and say the wrong thing, you get canceled. Like you don't know this, but a year ago, mm-hmm. exactly. I did a video about saying, Hey, like there's something weird going on. I'm seeing weird stuff. My colleagues are saying we- weird stuff. Maybe we should stop these sh- um, shots and, and investigate. And since that year has gone by, I've been subjected to harassment, bullying, investigations, referrals to the licensing mm-hmm. board, suspensions. And my career is over now. My 25-year mm-hmm. surgical career has ended mm-hmm. all because I dared to use mm-hmm. my social media platform to say, what the frack is going on? Um, and mm-hmm. so nothing wrong mm-hmm. about my surgical practice. I'm an excellent surgeon, everything. I'm not out of a job. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that's the problem that mm-hmm. we're in right now. We're actually, yes, we've all got social media accounts, but most people are cowed into saying nothing because they know if they, mm-hmm. they say anything even remotely controversial, they're going to get struck down, especially mm-hmm. if it goes against the government narrative. Do you not think so? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, we've been through the thick of that for sure. And, and you know, speaking of rock stars, by the way, I think that every doctor, anybody in the medical profession that spoke out is the actual rock star of the last you know several years. They they actually took the punk rock route and risked it all. And, 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 and I thank you for being one that spoke out. I know that that's hard. And, and it, I see the doctors that have risked so much, you know, in, in speaking out and um, yeah, it's a sad situation. And I, I mean, they, that's the idea is to make an example out of you. You know, it happened with Clapton when he yeah. spoke out, all he did was an interview to tell you what he, you know, what he experienced after, after getting it right. The next thing, you know, mm. he's in Rolling Stone featured as an anti-vax conspiracy theorist. They even brought out the, uh, racist trope and stuff just to add a little extra layer um and that's what they do to you and and that was an interesting and very revealing thing to me in my journey in releasing these songs because from one song to the next i lean i've leaned more and more into just saying you know screw it i'm gonna say what i want to say and the first song i put out was called god help us all and it's and it's it's uh, very tame compared to this, uh, songs I released later. And by the time I, 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 I I've noticed man, that you, you get a bit more feisty, you get a bit more feisty. <laughs> right. Because, you know, I, it was very revealing as an artist where you're like, you think you have this freedom because you are an art, but then, you know, to put out sad little man and then get the video this piece of art that you've created, that's just a cartoon. Like it's, it's, it's at the yeah. end of the day, like the video for sad little man is, is essentially just a cartoon. Um, and the song is not pinpointing anything lyrically. So the song's open, but that song in that video, I've been flagged uh, as medical misinformation 
the gates behind the bars video was completely removed from YouTube. Um, and, and that's, that was really eye opening to me that, that censorship and suppression has crossed over into the arts now where these, these overlords on the internet are, are interpreting art for the people now and deciding what it means to, to others and saying, well, you can't see that, you know, it's, it's dangerous. I mean, I've had videos that aren't even like my video for, I will not be leaving quietly. It's just a clip show of, um, rallies of people in the street with signs. And that video was demonetized and flagged as dangerous because of what's on the signs. You know, if that was on the news, you wouldn't think twice. It's just, it's, it, and that's the thing is it's reality. That moment happened. Those uh, people, we had worldwide rallies for several years while they were screaming super spreader events, right? And any one of those should have been hotbeds that destroyed the rest of the world, but it didn't happen. Um, so there's this effort. Nope. <laughs> I, I posted this yesterday. You know, there's an effort to memory hole that time uh, um, mm. and, and make it out to be something that, it, you know, they're going to start telling you it didn't happen that way. You know, it's, exactly. it's like when they tell you nobody was nobody was forced to get the shot. And, and you're like, well, no, not, yeah, some people were forced to get the shot. I mean, they really were put into an uncomfortable position to have to question their livelihood and what they're going to do with their family or, or, you know, all these terrible things that people, these, these positions people were put into, not to mention children who don't have a choice, who are dragged uh, by their parents and forced. And you see these crying pictures and um, it's just sad. And, uh, you know, that, that's one of the reasons I'm relentless online and is, is, you know, it, it dawned on me, a, you know, maybe a year into it that we're cleaning up this mess the rest of our life and not just COVID stuff, just the whole entire really far left woke agenda of everything that's just be, has unveiled itself over the last couple of years. So it goes far beyond COVID. It, it, it it went from, I think a lot of people on our side went from going like, yeah, I'm speaking out to, oh, oh, there's this thing over here now. That's not good. And, and it sort of morphed into just a battle of good versus evil. And that's and that's what the fight is. That's the battle at hand is is good versus evil. So, brother, but, but we're going to be I in love this you, man. fight for the rest of our lives. <laughs> I love you, man. I love you so much. You have no fracking idea, man. I like seriously. I think I know a lot more about you than you know about me, but you don't need to worry because essentially you're looking in a mirror, like everything you've just said, mm. everything like, you know, I started off questioning the whole COVID lockdown business, but now, you know, I think everything's linked, you know, the whole climate scam, the whole transgender mm. ideology scam, like everything, the big pharma, mm. big food, you yeah. know, the m m yeah. medical industrial complex. These stupid bankers wars, left, right, and center, the division we're seeing everywhere, these weird mass immigration mm. policies we're seeing across the Western world, everything's linked and it's yeah. not unre yeah. unrelated. And the thing is, if you take one thing in isolation, you're missing the bigger picture. And, you know, if I'm going to wake up yeah. to all this, I'm going to wake up, you know, and, and speak out. And what I sense in you is something called the, the crusader gene. So basically, I did a podcast mm. with someone called Ed Griffin. And he wrote a book um, about the Federal Reserve, you know, the creature from Jekyll Island. He's 92. He's an American. He's amazing. You should look him up. And he said, you know, less than 1% of the mm -hmm. population has got this crusader gene amid, and you've got one. And the moment he said that, I got goosebumps because um, coming from him, that's mm. high praise. But, mate, I'm telling you right now, you got awesome. that. You got that 1% crusader gene. <laughs> like, the thing is, like, it doesn't matter that's what. Awesome. You're not going to shut up. You're going to speak the truth. You know, when people say, you know, a man yeah. can have babies or a woman has a penis, you're going to say, no. <laughs> no, that's not true. Right. And uh, that's just <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have to fight yeah, it. You're right. Otherwise, what the hell, man? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I think you, you we, a lot of us have reached this point where, you know, I, before COVID, I was live and let live. I really, I couldn't have cared less. And most people, I think, were, <laughs> you know, we just want to yeah. get along with, get along. And you get, but you get shoved to this point where, you have to put your foot down and say, I'm not going along with that. And I'm not ever going to entertain that idea because you start down a slippery slope. You know, mm. I'm not ever going to entertain the idea that a man can get pregnant and have periods and 
and that is just it's just nonsense and and if we entertain that idea then where does it go from there right um but you know from a musical perspective everything that you just described everything that's happening in the world you know the 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 word that comes to mind is orchestrated and you think about an orchestra on stage and it's the entire picture that that you're seeing you you can't it's not just the it's not just the uh, the violins over here or the cello, the single cello. It's the entire thing that's happening. And the I think COVID is that thread, right? Like once you start pulling on that thread and questioning COVID and especially the COVID shot, you start to unravel this sweater that just keeps going. And you see this bigger picture and you understand that everything is orchestrated. It's so blatantly obvious at this point. How, how orchestrated it is. I don't even understand how people can't see it, but uh, I see it everywhere. And, and especially when you come from the entertainment industry and you understand mm. how, you know, how orchestrated moments are. I mean, everything you see on TV is is scripted and is, you know, professionally lit, edited. It's all meant to present something to you, Right. You have to ask yourself, when you see something on TV or when you hear something on the radio or read something online, it is designed to tell you something. And you have to ask yourself, what is it trying to tell me? And do, should I accept it? You know, and, and that's the that's what I do. You know, looking at anything that I see is uh, what is this trying to tell? It's like with like. Everything that happened, uh, you know, uh, with uh, with the with with the war right now is is like we started seeing all of these terrible, grotesque pictures online of people dying, getting shot, and we weren't seeing that with the Ukraine war, and we in we live in a world where the saying the wrong word gets you canceled, right? We know this for the fact. You say the wrong word, even you get canceled all of a sudden, like nothing. Everybody's sharing um, these terrible pictures of 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 war that and we're allowed to see it. You know, that's not that's not an organic thing. Right. And and, I've been questioning that, Brad. (laughs) I've been crushing that. I've been saying, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Like, we never saw anything at Ukraine. We never saw any children dying in Ukraine. You know, stuff has been going on there. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe a lot more now is happening in a very short time frame. But, you know, we could, you, there could have been a complete electronic blank down, you know, lockdown, and nothing was coming out of there. But we're being allowed to see mm-hmm. stuff. And the question is, why? Yeah. Why? And I don't yeah. understand right. because certainly it puts the Palestinians in a very poor light and the israelis in a very bad light so why would they do that why because mm-hmm. from a pr point of view israel is definitely mm-hmm. losing it's definitely creating a lot of division and mm-hmm. hatred you know what is this all mm-hmm. about you know there's a much bigger well that that's it right there. plan here division and hatred it, you know that i think that's the idea is division and hatred and the fact is 100%. that we are being used um you know i'm not i'm not saying any of it's fake I'm saying, why are we allowed to see it? You know, we know 100% that we are used, you know, we are, we know we're used in a, our, our bodies mean nothing. Our life means nothing to the people that do orchestrate this stuff. You know, we Mm. see it every day. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I think that, that the, it's, it's just on the most basic level, it's division and then can control and and for what? What are we working towards? You know, but um, what are they working towards to say? Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I I just I'm just saying we have to get used to questioning things that we see online and why we're seeing it and what is its message. And that makes you a stronger individual yeah. in these times because you ha- look. We don't have an option. We live in the artificial intelligence, uh, the era of artificial intelligence, where you can't discern the difference. Uh, from reality and fiction anymore. So you don't have the option to just take mm. things as they come and say, oh, wow, you know, um, it was on the news. I saw it. So what? 
Uh, you know, so what if you saw it on the news? Did you see it in person? Um, you know, I don't know. You just see the links at which people will go to sell you on a narrative, to sell, uh, to sell humanity on, on whatever the agenda is. And we just don't have the option anymore. So, you know, and I don't want that world for my kids. And that's the thing that's, that, mm. that's why I wake up every morning. I'm like, all right, how do I do my best as a father to create a world to, to at least fight for a better world for my kids? You know, I used to say, and I'm still in this mode, but that, that was the switch where I enlisted myself to this time. You know, I didn't, I, I had plenty of military friends growing up and, 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 um, Friends that, you know, after high school, they joined and they went to Fallujah and fought in the war. And, and I, I never did that. And so to me, like this moment now is like, well, what do I have the offer have to offer is my platform and my music and, and my words. And and that's, you know, how I will use it. And I will use it relentlessly as if we are at war because we are at war. And I will wake up every day doing whatever I can to speak out against it. And um you know, I think we all need to sort of take that mindset is, you know, wake up, do what you can with what you have um, and understand this mm. is not a um, it's not a traditional war. You know, it's a war for our minds to to control what we can say. And, it, and, and just like with what we were talking about earlier with with, you know, factual information, um, you have to be willing to say, no, I am not entertaining that idea because it is not it's not true. And if I entertain it, then it, it flows into the next generation of, of, of kids who are going to grow up naive, not knowing any different. You know, we've, mm. when you watch, I mean, I could talk about this <laughs> all day. I don't mean to ramble so much, but, um, no, I love it. it just look, but just looking at like the digital realm of things, like my kids are growing up on, on actual, like listening to music, for example, they're, they have records and CDs, and I don't really prefer that they listen to anything online because these are tangible things they can hold that can't be edited once you have it, right? So this, this mm. generation that's growing up in the digital realm, AI, artificial intelligence, it's going to be a massively confusing and hard time because they things are going to get memory hold. History will be rewritten because if it's all digital, and we all go down that route yeah. and willingly just say, hey, it's progress. Hey, isn't this cool? You know, we can now uh, open our car door with our wrist because it's microchip. Like all these things are so dangerous and stupid. Um, to, it, it's stupid to not be aware of where this is going to take us. You know, when when Elon Musk shares a gigantic, what did he share the other day that it was called Optimus, the robot person? I hate seeing stuff like that. I don't use the word hate very much, but I'm just like, we, we all know where this is going. Like, yeah, you can show the robot cracking an egg and how great that is. It's going to cook for us, right? It's going to make our food and, and take our kids to school. It's definitely not going to uh, turn into the Terminator down the road and, and destroy all of us, right? <laughs> so yeah, um, you have to observe these things and be conscious of it and understand there's so much control um, over what we're seeing, can I tell what you we're something? doing, where we're heading. Yeah. Can I tell Go you about, yeah. I had this conversation with a guy called Larry Palevsky. He's a holistic pediatrician, MD, out in the States, your end, mm -hmm. neck of the woods. But basically, mm -hmm. he was telling me about the whole digital platforms and iPads and screens and what damage it does to kids. And I, I didn't understand this. But he was saying, you know, you know, we all develop with this reptilian brain, this hind brain, and then we've got the midbrain and then the frontal brain. The frontal lobe is, a, you know, the creative personality, the whole, you know, all that kind of stuff, higher thinking. Um, but the, mm. the reptilian brain loves the screen time. It loves the dopamine hits that it gets from it. And these things mm -hmm. are designed deliberately by the social media companies, by the computer manu game manufacturers, by Netflix and whatever mm -hmm. to make these programs and games addictive. So they're getting these instant gratification, mm -hmm. instant dopamine hits, and the reptilian brain loves it. And the problem is the kids that yeah. are spending too much time on screen time don't 
develop their frontal brain, don't develop frontal capacity. So they are all about instant gratification. They're not loving. They're reptilian. They're cold. They have the tantrums, the anger, and um, easily compliant, you know, obey authority, mm-hmm. just robots. You're getting, you're, you're just breeding mm-hmm. robots. And when I heard this, I got yeah. goosebumps. I was like, oh, frack. You know, I, I already kind of really limit <laughs> screen time with my kids, but I became a bit of a, a Nazi over the weekend. I was like, oh my God, no, put that screen away, put the iPads away. <laughs> Let's not charge them up. Right. Because, you know, it's worrying yeah. because it's bad enough with the adults. And, you know, you've been there on the train platform where everybody's hunched up. They've got that neck, shoulder posture where they're on mm-hmm. their screens just scrolling rapidly through the reels or whatever. You know, it's bad enough as adults, yeah. but at least you've developed your brain by then. But with the young kids, and I don't know about you, but my kids are really young. I've got mm-hmm. three kids, four, six, and eight. Mm-hmm. you're screwing with their brain mm-hmm. development. So it's not like, oh, you know, a little yeah. bit of screen time now and in the late and in, in the future we'll limit it. No, you need to stop it now. You need to get them out playing in the fields and in the garden, even when it's snowy and cold or read a book. Just yeah. like I've got them playing chess. I've got my, I got the chess board out. And you know what? My kids are playing chess. It's great just seeing them play chess, like little four-year-old yeah. playing chess, right. you know, just, and, and it can be done. Um, and so you're right. It's all about control. It's all about our next generation, mate. Because everything I've sacrificed, listen to me, I've sacrificed my career and everything for mm-hmm. humanity, but especially my kids. Because one day, mm-hmm. you know, my kids, I, 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 just like you, I look at this whole thing as a war, okay? Like the Second World War, you know, and what did, what did our grandparents mm-hmm. sacrifice? And I think one day my kids might turn back. And if I don't want them to turn around and say, Dad, where were you when we needed you? You know, we're in the shit show mm-hmm. because of you. Because mm-hmm. people like you didn't do anything. At least they'll be able right. to look back and go, you know what? Dad fought for us. You know, whether we won or not, I mm-hmm. hope we, hopefully we will win. But, you know, they will mm-hmm. know that dad was fighting for them. And you sound like a strong, protective, loving, caring man. And I think we need more of those kind of guys around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that was one of the things that drove me to speak out. I mean, that was the the main thing. You know, I speak about looking around, wondering where my heroes were. But that was that was the thing was uh, exactly what you said uh, is I don't want my kids to look back and say, where were you, dad? You know, what did you do? Um, And the risk, you know, winning or losing doesn't matter. It's 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 the act of doing it. And, um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I wake up every day doing, it. And, and as far as like screen time goes and stuff, you know, kids, they're not aware of it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm aware of it. Like I'm, I use social media as a tool to say what I need to say, but I would not be on social media Same. right now. If this was another world, my, my social media platforms were dead prior to COVID. I really wasn't using them that mm. much other than to say, Hey, I put a new song out or here's a tour coming up, but I wasn't like posting every day saying, you know, uh, whatever it was, I wasn't posting my food all the time, you know, all that (laughs) other stuff. But, but, uh, you know, it it became, and I was actually going to, I was actually going to leave all the main, um, social sites at the height of all the, you know, the fact checking and all that stuff. I was, I was going to bail on it, but then I realized, you yeah, know, I'm I'm just going to stick around and be be louder until they kick me off. And fortunately, I only had suspensions. I was never actually removed. But I've also been very, I think, conscious and careful with how I word things. Sometimes I've I've been a little bit more blunt on X now uh, in the last year since Elon took over. But um, but yeah, I mean, um, with the kids, well, you know. Can I ask you something? Go Can ahead. I ask you something? So how has this yeah. affected your career in terms of, you know, are you independent? So you're not having to work with any big label and you don't need to worry about being canceled and not promoted. Is that how you survive mm-hmm. or what is it like for you? Yeah. So I I started five times August when I was 18, right after high school. And my vision for my future then was based on the traditional route of I'm going to get my record label deal and have my hit Mm. song and, you know, whatever it was back then, it was tied to the old way of doing things. And the arc of my career has been going from that sort of 
you know, naive outlook like any anybody starting out in music thinks. I'm going to get my big record label and have my hit. And um, and then what happened with me was the internet um, became this amazing tool for independent artists to to reach people. Um, this was back in 2001. I started five times August, and um, and so I would record songs, put them on a website at the time. It was called MP3.com. And um, you, as an independent artist, you now had this portal into the world to, to, for people to discover you, this platform. And then MySpace came along and that became a huge thing. I was like a number one independent artist on MySpace for a long time and really honed in on that. And I had song licenses on MTV shows and films and movies. And so I created this whole independent world for myself where the further along I went, by the time I was meeting with record labels, major record labels, I didn't really want to do it anymore, which was a new mm. outlook to have when I was like, when I was having those conversations, this was about 2007, eight, nine, I was meeting with record labels and I had already had my album uh, distributed in, in Walmart stores and Best Buy stores here. And, and I'd done that on my own. And that was stuff mm. independent artists weren't doing at the time. I was touring the country on my own. And so I kind of decided I'm just going to stay independent. And so that path, um, although it's been a lot harder and maybe I haven't been seen as much if I had gone another route, I think prepared me for this time. And I think that everybody on our side of the aisle, uh, our paths led us to be here in this moment. And um, mm. it's all sort of divinely aligned in that respect. Because I mm. think I was saved by not going down that route. I used to think I missed out on something. I used to see my other friends, like, mm. they would get a record deal, label deal. And I'd be like, oh, man, they're going to get so big now and, and accomplish so much and go on some amazing tours. And, and they would, uh, some of them would have some great tours and stuff. By the time they were dropped from their label, they were so relieved. And so it was, it, for the most part, ended up being a terrible experience most of the time. And the mm. few people that I, I did work with on the mainstream side of things, you know, really screwed me every single time. So it, it ultimately became, you know, financially or however it was, um, every single time it always came down to, well, I'm just going to do it myself. And because mm. uh, that's the only way to make sure it gets done right. So I very much became, you know, I mean, I have a lot of, I've, I've made so many friends across the spectrum um, from from indie artist friends to people that you you know know very well. And I lost a lot of opportunities. I know that for sure. And I lost a lot of friends and I, um, you know, I lost a lot of fans. I mean, I basically took everything that was over on one side of my career for for 20 years and just mangled it and, and saw what came out on the other side um, in the process of speaking out. But on, and the, on the other side of it has been this beautifully satisfying thing of the friendships I've made and the new artists that are, uh, that I'm friends with that I probably wouldn't have been friends with otherwise, all the doctors mm. and scientists I've become friends with the fans that I have now, the relationship there is completely different. Whereas you know, I don't feel like any sort of celebrity when you know, I meet somebody. It's just a person, you know. It's, we're all just people doing what we're doing. 100%. I don't but, know about you, but I, I've always said no one is above me and no one is below me. Um, one of the things yeah. I love about my supporters are they're just so loyal. Like, it's my extended family, my tribe. and. You know, we just have mm -hmm. so much in common. You know, I've, I've jettisoned a lot of so-called friends that I've known for decades. And I just feel like I actually don't have anything in common with them. I don't feel like I have the same respect for them. Um, mm -hmm. And the ones that I've now made from across the world, just like you, from backgrounds, like I would never have imagined. You know, I've published over 100 podcasts now. And I think probably about 60, 70 of them keep in touch with me regularly and message me. And it's just really, really nice. And these are people yeah. I would never have been in touch with before. And they're just such good mm -hmm. human beings. And I, I haven't even met most of them. Like most of them are out there in the States. And I just know that the first time we meet physically, 
honestly, it'll be like we've known each other forever. It'll be like big hugs, and we just yeah. tuck into a big steak mm-hmm. and have a chat. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. That that's exactly it's what nice. what I have experienced. I mean, I this time last year I was in Austria, and going from Dallas, Texas to Austria, and and meeting people over there that have been you know had been listening to my music or people I meet for the first time. Being in this movement, you just there's an instant understanding and respect yeah. and um and a connection there where you already know each other without even knowing your each other's names. By the time you've shaken your hands and hugged, you're just saying thank you to one another for you know whatever it is that they've done. And um that's what I love about it. Isn't it and, trust? And, and that's the thing. That's isn't another, it trust? Yeah. Isn't it you, I you think just that, trust I think you're that right. these people are yeah. good people? The, the, the ultimate litmus mm-hmm. test, the ultimate barometer of trust and decency and common sense and critical thinking and integrity, they've got it. They've got it in abundance. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like yeah. you don't even need to, you don't even need to try it out and check that they've got it all because they're in this movement. Mm-hmm. They tick all the boxes and that's why you can just hug them, mm-hmm. drop your guard and love them. <laughs> it's yeah. It's, it's really it's, nice. It, it's, yeah, it is. I mean, it's very reminiscent of, you know, the old world, that naive outlook I had on humanity prior to 2020 was that, you know, we probably don't agree on everything and that doesn't matter. That level of no. trust and respect that, you know, um, is there. And um, yeah, it, it's a beautiful thing. That that's one of the things that really excites me about our future, and and why it's worth waking up and fighting for is everybody I've met across the board, especially being in entertainment. I'm in this in in, in my own like special space where I'm meeting mm. the political side of things, the medical side of things, um, just uh, it, it, all sorts of individuals from all sort of different walks of life, master gardeners and, and preppers. And, uh, I don't know. I just, the list goes on and on. And, and as I've seen this, these met these people over the last several years, I see all these different lanes merging to create this, this better world. Like once, once we all sort of find this way where these, all these different sides of things line up, and the narrative has officially been cracked and broken and there's no going back from that. And the floodgates happen. All these special people are in place for the next new, I hate to use the word new world, but um, it's, we have this special new world in front of us. We have a blank canvas to make our own. And there's so many, um, so many good people, trustworthy people, the best of the best made it through this, this moment. And they'll be on the other side of it. Um, and, and and that's an exciting place to be when we get to that that side. I don't know how long it takes to get there, obviously. But once we do, you know, that's going to be an amazing time for humanity because uh, truth will have revealed itself and we'll be working together and 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 integrity will be restored and um, morality and, and just. I just get decency about that. Amen. Yeah, Listen, I need to pick up. I need to pick up my kids, and I need to ask you a very important question. Imagine you're on your deathbed. You're you're well into your hundreds. Don't worry. You're surrounded by your loved ones, all your children, grandchildren. Before you pass on and meet your maker, what advice are you going to give them, health or otherwise? Oh, geez, I don't know. Just always be truthful, you know, um, and fight for what's right. I, I mean, I, I, if I had to boil it down to something so simple, um, that's what I try to instill in my own kids every day is be truthful, always do what's right. And, um, you know, be nice to everybody, but you don't have to put up with everybody. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I sum it up as first, do no harm, but two, don't take, take no shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. Exactly. <laughs> We're on the same page, brother. Listen, um, listen, I love you so much. Yeah. And you've agreed to give me a little clip so all the listeners can hear one of your songs as we roll out and finish this conversation. And we had a bit of a timing issue, which means that we've not got as much time as we would have liked. But I need to pick up my kids, otherwise they'll be stuck at the school gate. 
and and I don't want to upset them, especially my middle child. The look that she can give me can mm. literally destroy me. <laughs> she's only six, but oh my goodness, that look that <laughs> she's got. Daddy, I yeah. think she definitely. Uh, well, yeah, I think she gets it from her mum. Yeah, actually, she does. <laughs> but listen, um, yeah, Brad, I just want to say thank you so much you. for. Oh yeah, Brad, I really appreciate all that you're doing. I don't think you realize. Or maybe you do. I'm sure all your fans and supporters have told you you're you're doing a really important job, mate. Like, and I know it might seem like you're alone. I sometimes I feel like I'm quite alone out here in the medical world. There's less than a handful of doctors who are openly speaking out against things, and the ones that have have been punished very severely. So it can feel quite lonely. I've been having quite a tough time last week. You know, I packed in the boots um, yesterday. My mum was quite sick. She had a heart attack. It's been quite tough. I'm just going to go to see her in the hospital now. It's just, everything just seems to be like, oh, coming down on us. But, you know, we're not alone, mate. We've got a a legion, an army behind us, and we will definitely win. We will Mm -hmm. win for sure. Um, Last words to you before we end this, my friend. Uh, Just thanks for having me. Thanks for doing what you're doing. Thanks for speaking out. Thanks to everybody who's, you know, listening now, who's who's speaking out in their own way and just keep it up. I think that, uh, you know, we have a beautiful world ahead of us. We just have to get through this, this dark and weird, gross time, but um, there is a community in place. Don't ever feel alone. Um, There's a beautiful thing happening. And so it's, it's just waiting to blossom. It is blossoming. So um, thanks for having me on. It's been a great chat. I love it. I love your positivity. I needed to hear this. God bless you.
Egyptian city.